Alzheimer's Scotland is a national charity with 21 resource centres throughout the country. Its aim is to make sure people do not face dementia alone and seeks to provide support for those with dementia and their families. Among the many services they supply are dementia advisors, a 24-hour helpline and a range of activities held within their centre in Kirkcaldy. I'm speaking today with Yvonne Bryce and Jackie Cameron of Alzheimer's Fife to talk about what else goes on in their organisation and how they are supporting the local community. I'm Michael McLaren and this is Down the Lane With. Hi Yvonne and Jackie, welcome to Linton Lane. Thank you. Thank you for having us. So can I begin by asking what is Alzheimer's and how does it relate to dementia? Alzheimer's is a type of, it's one type of dementia which is so common. So you've got vascular disease, you've got low bodies, so there's many. So dementia is kind of the umbrella and then the different types of sort of from dementia from it. So Alzheimer's is just a type of dementia which obviously leads to people's sort of cognitive abilities, memory loss, a decline in their day-to-day living skills. So it can start with quite gradual, sort of people forgetting sort of where their keys are, which is a normal thing for a lot of people. But people kind of forgetting their, their way about their own area, routines change, and then there's a slow decline over a lot of years. So somebody could be eight to ten years sometimes with Alzheimer's sort of thing and a slow decline. There's no any cure, but there is medication that can slow it down, particularly if it's an Alzheimer's type disease you've been diagnosed with. But it's that's there's only been one out in the last twenty years, so they're working on that quite a lot and yeah. doing a lot of research into sort of like actually getting a sort of an earlier diagnosis and picking things up a lot sooner. Okay, so I think I've maybe misunderstood the relationship between the two there. Alzheimer's actually is dementia. It's just one variation of it. So, so if if you think it, there's the word dementia above above here, and down f- all these all these words down here would be Korsakoff's disease, vascular dementia, Alzheimer's disease, um, used Lewy to be body. Lewy body's disease. So all these that have got a different name are a form of dementia. And then the most common form of dementia would be Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's yeah. disease, yeah. yeah. If closely followed by vascular. Yeah, you get a, you get a lot of very, very rare ones as well that yeah. we've kind of worked with as well. But Pick's disease and that, but they're quite yes, rare. quite rare. When someone is diagnosed with Alzheimer's, what is the process that begins? What help do they get? Somebody's diagnosed with dementia, they'll be referred to a link worker. And link worker for a year offers post-diagnosis support. So again, that's looking at the person, help to understand their illness and manage symptoms, support to keep community connections and meet new ones, peer support, the chance to meet other people, dementia and carers, and plan for the future, and looking at, for example, power of attorney, putting things in place. So there is that year in place where the person is provided with help to adjust to their condition? They are going to be looking at it, and I think because obviously the past year, people have not been able to, our link workers, we have two link workers in the five service, that are um, through Alzheimer's Scotland, but most of them are actually through NHS. And they've obviously been in contact with people over this past year, but they've not had that face-to-face contact people need. So they are looking at kind of going forward that it was this kind of fixed year and then that was it. Well, that doesn't fit for everybody at all. And people, I mean, dementia is a progressive illness, so they need that support as it goes on sort of thing. It doesn't just kind of stop after a year. And we kind of encourage people... Anybody with sort of like with diagnosis of dementia, 
I mean, to get support, advice and information, but also to join community groups, mm-hmm. still get out there and enjoy what you used to do. Mm-hmm. If you need help doing it, we've got the outreach team that could help you actually people get connected back into sort yeah. of like community because there's sort of lots of confidence and that's what we're here for, to help anybody at all. And what does the outreach part of your organisation do? So the outreach programme seeks to support people in their community in many different ways as opposed to where the DRC would invite people into the group, the community groups. We try to work with people out in their own community so they get a sense of ownership within that. We help people to build confidence and skills to help them to participate in these different events independently with activities that they've enjoyed previously, helping to identify natural supports. So it could be that they were golfers in the past, so we'll maybe work with the golf club along with that person to help identify a natural support mechanism for them. We help them to take up new activities. One of your success stories is we had a lady who went on to work in one of the voluntary shops. We can help them to meet other people who have been diagnosed with dementia as well. And we also support with technology. So if people are needing a bit of support in their home, there's loads of different types of technology that can help people to manage their diagnosis at home. So the outreach team are very good at going out and working with people in their home so it works for them in their mm-hmm. own their own settings. And then just lots of different individual ways to help people support their symptoms. We're very creative. <laughs> the outreach guys just try and find out what that person needs and we always try and find a way to get it if we can. So, And the good thing yeah. about outreach is as well, it often leads back to the DRC, to the Dementia Resource Centre. Once the confidence in the person begins to grow and the one-to-one relationship with the outreach worker and the outreach worker starts to get to know that person better, they can see, actually, there's a group around your corner that one of my colleagues runs that I know that you would love. And so this, that that relationship then allows that person to reach out their comfort zone a wee bit. And um, we've got lots of great success stories with that as well. So it just... Really working with the person individually gives us the outreach, gives us the opportunity to do that. So can you tell me what goes on at the Dementia Resource Centre in Kirkcaldy? The Fife Service of Alzheimer's Scotland has a lot of services compared to some of the other localities. So in Kirkcaldy we have a Dementia Resource Centre which is based at the bus station behind Stand 7 at the bus station. So very central. So at one time anybody can sort of like Pop in and look for advice, information, donations, anything at all. You know what I mean? We've got dementia advisors, we have to help them. Obviously, like staff are always on hand. So that was pre COVID. Yeah, probably the best way to keep in touch would be to, to give us a call or drop an email or something like that at the moment, just so that we can make sure that you can get the right service to you because. We're not always, the, the building's not always manned at the moment. We're only there once a week and that's just usually about checkups. That's at the moment. The services that we do provide, well, we did provide, and hopefully things, it's a, things actually like restrictions ease. We'll have weekend daycare. So that was before on sort of like Saturday, Sunday, for sort of like roughly about six hours. So we've actually changed the way that's going to be run in future. So it will be like a three hour session, kind of morning and afternoon, and it will be three people. And it will be sort of like involved in therapeutic activities and very person centred. And it will be three people to one member of staff. 
and there'll be a background member of staff who's doing all kinds of the cleaning and organising sort of the food, hot drinks and things as well going forward. So that's our daycare and we're actually open to referrals for daycare. So open for referrals, what we didn't provide is we didn't provide transport so people would have to make their own way to the centre. They've got to manage their own personal care and be able to socially distance. But it'd be very much the same person centre to the people, getting their lights, their dislikes, what their interests are. So if we're looking, people come along for a three-hour session, three-hour session in the morning. Main find we've identified sort of like a few guys that are interested in sport and football. So we'll do something along that line. So they'll come to that session. There might be somebody else and they'll have doing quizzes. We've got to watch because what we kind of do is obviously have kind of sort of board games, different things that we would have done previously, crafts and things. And so we're looking at doing all that. We use the our television to put things online. Let's just sort of YouTube and let's go travelling. So they'll think, right, I want to, I was born in Oban. So we can take them to sort of Oban via YouTube and Google Maps and that sort of thing as well. I didn't realise the centre provided so much interaction. I had thought it was just a place where people went for advice and were signposted to places to get specific help. It must be quite a large place. It's, yeah, it's, it's, a very, it's very deceiving for the outside. Yes. It's huge. We have two large activity rooms, so we have activities going on a daily basis as well. So we have a, a timetable. Previously, we had about 38 yeah. community groups, so that'd be from our kind of sort of like our Teaport Garden Gathering, doing a concurrent football memories to receive movement to music and many other various groups. So what we've done is obviously we've moved online. So we're for 21 activity groups and anybody can join in if they're able to through the five service but going back to the centre there's groups on every day if it's a community group you do not need a referral people are welcome to come along to our community groups but if it's a weekend if it's a daycare it needs to be a referral and it needs to be an assessment because it's a registered service I think the thing is is that there, there can be a confusion there as well. Daycare's not just open that you can just come along, you know, it's because it's a registered service and that's the difference is that, you know, we, we, we're authorised in a different way for daycare than we would be for a community group. So that hence why one's got to be referral and one isn't. So you mentioned there that you have moved online. How has your remote support been working over the last year? What we've done is so looking at sort of like people looking at joining their online groups. So we have quizzes, music groups, exercise groups. Everybody has so much fun with the groups they've had. But some people have been able to because they've not had the device or they've had an old device that's out of date and it's not been able to sustain sort of like joining the groups. So over the last sort of like few months, the government, the Scottish government, have been looking at actually giving keeping people connected. It's called Connecting Scotland. So we were lucky enough to be given sort of like Chromebooks and iPads so what we'll be able to do for that, we've got a digital champion who's our volunteer coordinator. So she'll help people, she'll go out and take the device, help them set up and join groups. People will be able to see connected to their family, do online shopping, join church services groups. But going forward, what we actually find there's a big need for is a lot of people that we've actually like reached out to over the past year will be unable to attend our groups going forward. So we could have both, we could have a blended approach that People can join our groups in the community, which people are desperate to do, come along to sort of like a dementia resource centre and join in our groups there. But we could also do it digitally, so they can still join in because they've got the device to do so going forward. We've got an, a lady who's 90, who stays in a small village up north, East five would be unable to come along yeah. to her groups. But she now joins our groups three or four times a week. She gets on, she shares beautiful memories. So it's important that they can still join on when we go back to sort of like getting back into community, getting people going back into a dementia resource centre, 
they can still join on because they've got the device and still be able to join it and still have that peer support and have that fun along with others within the group. It's a, it's a new world for us, you see. It's a new world. It's, and it's, it's, and the face of adversity, something really good has came out of it. You know, it's like Yvonne said, we've now yeah. got this whole blend approach going forward that we never even considered before. To keep people connected, it's probably found it's been so important sort of thing over mm-hmm. this last year. And obviously as things go on and the season, we get back in doing our communities. But what we need to be doing is still including the people that can't physically get yeah. along. So they're still, you know what I mean, they're still involved and sort of like and having that bit of sort of like fun in that as well. It sounds like you're really dedicated to making sure people have as normal a life as possible while living with their condition. Having a diagnosis of dementia, it's not the end of the world. The support you get out there, the fun you can get coming along to sort of like the community yeah. groups, the new friendships that people have made. New skills, it's just been new skills, new incredible. Brilliant. People mm. can learn. It's. I think people have this thing that's like they feel like, oh my goodness, I'll never be able to um, learn something new, or my, they feel like some part of their life has stopped. But it's, and it's just like turning the page on a new chapter. It's like something else becomes, and something new happens for people that allows them to feel they're participating in society, that they're developing new knowledge, developing new skills, new relationships new friendships and that becomes better than as part of a couple or as part of a family they no longer feel like they're the person that can't contribute it makes us feel good if they feel good we feel good so well thank you Yvonne and Jackie for coming along today and best luck for the future thank Thank you you. Michael If you would like to know more about Alzheimer's Scotland, you can find the links to their website and their Facebook page on the Linton Lane site. Down the Lane With was presented by Michael McLaren. It was created by Marion McPherson and Michael McLaren and was a Jacket Pocket Media production for the Linton Lane Centre.